Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Miss Nisi of Real Talk Ministry, and thank you for listening to my audio podcast for October 2022. I don't want to delay this uh, podcast. I want to go ahead and get into it, but if you hang with me at the end, I'll share some commentary and other things about Real Talk Ministry. Uh, I wanted to talk about this, um, that Black people need therapy. I, I wanted to talk about this because it's true. Uh, in previous podcasts that I made, I made a statement that I was going to share some a testimony later. I couldn't share it at the time, uh, so I'm sharing it now. And the reason why I labeled this Black uh, People Need Therapy is because for whatever reasons of your circumstances, it is almost shameful for Black people to go get help. And sometimes we don't get that help until it's too late. I can relate to it as far as church is concerned, but I don't even want it to be limited to just church. I want it to be limited as, I want it to be open to the black community to understand that when you're going through something mentally, it's not enough just to smoke it off with marijuana or weed. It's not enough to drink it off with alcohol. It's not enough to just say, Lord, please take it away from me. Because we know faith without work is dead. It's not just for you to go talk to a family member about it and feel good for that moment. Because now you are releasing your burdens onto that person. It's not just so you could talk to your homegirl or your homeboy. Or not talk to your homeboy about it. Because you may feel like they may think you weak. Or not talk to your um, sisters about it. Because you're the one who was always so strong that they come to to talk about. So now you don't have anyone to talk about. It's not because of the pastor, because you feel like you're in a certain position and people look up to you. So now you can't show them that you're weak. And it's not always somebody out there who you can trust to say, I'm having issues, I'm having problems. Can you please be someone who I can share this with and I don't have to hear it from someone else? You need a therapist because a therapist is not going to be your friend. A therapist is not going to sit up here and say, uh, sugarcoat you. A therapist is going to take their fee. They ain't going to ask for extra money. You're not going to hear over the pulpit. Even if the pastor is literally just preaching to be preaching and not trying to throw off, you don't have to feel like, okay, they're throwing off on me or they're sharing information over the pulpit that I have shared with them. A therapist is not going to be your friend. They're not going to sit there and say things just to make you feel good. Or they're going to be available when you need them to be available. They're going to have a set fee. So you don't have to worry about paying extra without having a conversation about what the other extra fee is. Black people need therapy because we go through a lot. We suppress a lot and we feel like we have to be strong a lot. And even when we want to be weak, there's always some kind of systematic or something to say why we can't be weak when we want to be weak. Whether it's social media saying how we're supposed to be strong, how we're supposed to look, how we're supposed to act, how we're supposed to be. And then you don't have to live up to what is on social media, but that stigma that is shared on social media is seen by so many other people that now you have to fight their the expectation of what people think you should be viewed as whether it's just seeing things in the news about how we're still not (laughs) in a place where we need to be as black people how we're still turning on each other how things just seem like it's going backward instead of going forward there's many 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 different reasons for why black people need therapy
So I want to go ahead and share this testimony. I like, like I said earlier, I believe um, there was a previous podcast that I did um, where I said I was going to share this testimony about mental health, and I was going through a lot uh, on my job around May and June, the end of May and June. Uh, a gentleman came into our, my office where I worked, and they, the man was looking for a temporary agency. He was looking for a place where he get a job and you know, being the office admin, sitting up front, I decided to help him. And so he decided he wanted to use the restroom before he went on his way. And I just had this feeling that didn't feel right. And so I texted the coworker and asked him if he would come to the front and I explained to him how the gentleman went to the bathroom, but something just don't feel right. And as the man came out, the coworker came to check the bathroom first to see if he was still in there to kind of just I guess surveillance the area and the man came out and honestly at the time it was around the Uvalde shooting and I saw him digging in his pants and I was like standing there thinking Lord if he turns around to shoot I'm cornered the way my desk is set up how I'm set up um it was a very frightful moment but he didn't turn around to shoot he turned around to pull out his private part and exposed himself to me. And I was so upset. I was had so many emotions that came through. I was upset. I was mad. I felt unprotected. I was scared. Um, later on that day, um, one of the ladies who doesn't, is not really fond of me, was like, you know, I want to go and get something to cheer you up. Everybody knows I love Pepsi. So she decided that she was going to go get me a Pepsi. She stopped by my desk and she said, I know I shouldn't do this. And I'm like, I don't know what she's doing. And I was like, you don't want to do it. Don't do it. Like, I don't know what it was. And she came around my desk, put the Pepsi up to her private part and started waving it around. She thought it was a joke. And to already have to suppress being a black woman facing issues on the job as a black person where you're messing with my money, you're messing with my position, and I'm fighting the regular day-to-day things that I usually have to fight on any job, just being black. Then you do this. I reported it to management. It got to the point where uh, it was laughed off when I reported it to management. Got to the point where... um, I even had to take a break from the job. Like, I literally had to step away from the job for a couple of days. Many, many months have passed, and I had to literally walk off the job. I literally had to remove myself from the job because from May until August, I mean, to uh, September, there has been so many things going on that for the first time ever in my life, the first time that I ever been on a job where I had to battle racism, where I had to fight for the right promotion, where I had to fight for the right position, where in this job I was even fighting for my position, where I had to always know I had to, I used to say, it's time to put your big girl panties on. I'm sorry if that sounds offensive uh, to the Christian ears, but that was my words that I will literally have to say when I knew it was time for me to go in and actually put my foot down and not be passive and not just come across as the angry black woman and um, just be like, sir or ma'am, 
this is what is happening. This is what is going on. And it got to the point where even when filing unemployment, the lies continue. And I wasn't su- surprised or shocked by the lies, but the lies continue because it is what it is. But I had to walk off because it got to the point where I was literally going to my provider, um, medical provider, crying tears, trying to get a release. And like I said, I've been working jobs and I have experienced racism and issues with jobs since I was 14 years old. I have experienced and seen a lot of things and I was strong enough to handle them. But at the age that I am now, which is over 40, I think it took a toll on me, not so much that here I am still fighting for fair equality for me in the workplace, but that someone can do this after being in a position that I was in so vulnerable and honestly get away with it. And that's how I honestly felt like, here goes another Caucasian getting away and getting over on a black person. And I'm literally fighting that. My reasons for walking off were justified. I felt like it was justified for my mental health. And sadly, the doctor, it got so bad, the doctor literally wanted to prescribe medication. Well, not literally, he prescribed medication. And I felt like this cannot be. Was I strong in the Lord? As strong as I can be. Did I have faith? As much faith as I could muster. Did I believe God was going to be there and help me? Yes, I did. Did I believe he was strategizing and working with me while I was there? Yes. Do I believe he told me to leave? And do I believe that I'm standing on the faith now without a job because I know he's going to take care of me? Yes to everything. But I also believe that I just couldn't continue to do this alone. And I couldn't do this by just keep pouring myself onto my my uh, family members, my daughters, and pouring out to friends to constantly just hear me out. Because you know what? It's good to have good family around. It's good to have good friends. But that don't solve the problem. And I realized, you know what? I need to see someone. And as I'm in the process of working out some things, I didn't take the medication. Because once I read up on the medication, I didn't take it. But I did what was best for me. And what was best for me was to get out of a situation that I no longer didn't need to be in. So first of all, thank God for being God. Allowing me to go through the steps that was needed to help me go through that process. I've been with this company for five years. And it took the last five or six months for me to feel like if I didn't get out, if I didn't get away, that I was not going to survive on this job. And even though the money was needed for my bills, I had to make a decision about what was needed for my mental health and my peace. I don't care if it's a therapist who is online. I don't care if it's a therapist that you have to go and and sit and talk to. It's very important to realize that these challenges that you face in your life, you can't just allow God to do all the work and you don't do the work as well. And if you do not have God and you don't care about God, you still have to pick up yourself and go do something about your life. 
And I pray over you and I pray that God leads you in the direction that you need to go. Therapy is not a bad thing. I had talked to some therapists as a consultation. Um, actually, when my dad died about two years ago, that was one of the hardest things I ever had to endure in life. I had some hard things to overcome and, the, and there was a lot of things that I accomplished, but that was really, really hard for me. And I had to reach out to someone to say, hey, I need to talk to someone. I can't just talk to people that I feel are around me. I need to talk to someone, which I didn't have anybody at the time sugarcoating me or making it seem like, you know, I can't have my feelings. But it was so much going on at that time with me and everything that was around that situation that I needed an outside source. I needed someone that I could vent to and talk to anytime that I needed to and wanted to. But I'm saying all this in my testimony to you to let you know that you can't continue to think that the if you're having stomach aches and some and pains in your head that you could take a Tylenol or you could take a Pepto-Bismol and things will be fine. And you can't can't continue to think that God only wants you to be delivered one way when it comes to your mental health. Satan already wants to control your mind. You can't just hand it over to him because you don't want to strategize the thoughts in your mind for God to work with you because you're thinking going to a psychiatrist or a therapist won't be helpful. They are trained professionals. You can even find spiritual psychiatrists now. You can find spiritual therapists. But whatever is needed to help you in your life, you need to do that. It's not for everybody just to walk off the job. This is the first time. Now, I'm not going to lie. I walked off jobs before. But this is the first time I ever walked off a job. And I just couldn't believe that I ever had to experience something so big. If the job had handled it properly, maybe it hadn't been, wouldn't have been so bad. But I refused to take pills when I knew that it wasn't the pills that I really needed. It was the release and conversation of things that was boggling and weighing down my mind that is what was needed. Being a Christian, we put everything on God. And I will not dare say, because I know it would be a lie if it come out of my mouth, I will not dare say that he can't, he can only do some things and we can do the rest. God can do all and everything. He's a deliverer. He's a healer. He'll come through and just touch and, and, and you'll be delivered in an instant. Just like the lady with the uh, with the blood issue. When she touched his garment, just the clothing he was wearing. But at the end of the day, you have to be wise too. He didn't leave us foolish. And it's not an excuse to say because I can go to the hospital to get medication that I can go to a therapist. It's common sense. And I respect those who have already went and those who are trying, who have tried, gave up, and trying to go back. I respect them. But I want to say, as a Christian, we have to get rid of this myth of what is acceptable healing in one way as opposed to acceptable healing in another way. God heals all, but he has his ways of allowing us to go to the doctors to do those things. 
I'm thankful that I'm able to share my testimony. I'm thankful for the things that I went through now. But when I was going through and even after hearing some of the bad news that I received, even on today, I'm thankful because I know there's faith in Christ that he will help pull me through. But I also know that, hey, you need to start aligning yourself mentally and you may need some help with that. And that's where my help is going to have to come from. So I want to thank you for listening to Real Talk Ministry Audio Podcast. Black people, we need therapy. We don't need therapy just from... And people always say, you know, that's 400 years ago when they talk about slavery. When 400 years ago, it still is happening in just a different way. It's just being conformed into a different way. Even now today, we are an oppressed people. I don't care what. I'm not limited to us being oppressed just 400 years ago. We are an oppressed nation as black people. And we can stand the test of time. We have And we've proven that over and over again. But then we're at a time now, y'all, we don't have to. And please, I beg y'all, hear me when I say this. Don't go to your pastors and leaders in church for therapy. Especially if they are not licensed. I know that's a practice that is supposed to go to your leadership for spiritual guidance. But that's not a good practice. That's an old habit that needs to be broken. If you already go to your leaders for counseling, please make sure your leaders have counseling licenses. Make sure that they are able to be able to preach a sermon and a word that has nothing to do with your life. And that if it does have something to do with your life, that y'all cover and trust them enough to know that they're not talking about you personally and not trying to put your business out. I think it's one of the bad practice habits that I feel is in the church. It's going to people who, when you are really in distress and really, really need help, that you go to people who are not capable of saying you need a therapist when they know they can't not help you. They can still pray with you. You can still talk to them. But some things need to be strategic specifically for a release from you and your mind and in your situation. And you can't always get that from your pastor personally and your friends and your neighbors or your family. So black people, we do need therapy. We need to take advantage of it. Sometimes therapy is not that expensive. You can get it through your medical. If you got like medical benefits, you can look it up and see what is covered under your medical benefits. And even if you just talk to them just one time, if you just go to them just one time, if you go to them once a month, start a process, start doing something to help you get back on track. I honestly feel like if I was familiar enough with how therapy is supposed to be, that I would have took more advantage of it with my medical, but I was so overwhelmed. I was so bogged down. I was so hurt. I was just really, really mentally hurt. And it seemed like everything just started collapsing all at once. And even though I have been experiencing freedom, now my fear is I don't want to go to another job carrying what I already left onto that because then that means I'm not healed. That means it's going to continue to play and affect my life. And as I said, no excuses. I'm not going to try to justify 
why I left my job, the way I left my job. I just knew it was time for me to leave my job. I'm not going to justify the outcome or try to make it seem like, you know, there's things and steps I shouldn't take because it's easy to judge people from where you stand now as opposed to where they are in, in their lives and the situations they had to face. But I will say black people need therapy. We need therapy for more than just the usual life that we have. And even if you're on assistance, uh, government assistance, see if your uh, benefits can cover that. Because to be honest, when you're on government assistance and you're not trying to be and you you facing challenges through that, you need help with that too. All that is traumatizing. It may not appear to be traumatizing because we're so used to seeing that as a benefit for our lives and what we may need at the moment, but it can very much be traumatizing. We need to avoid just giving Satan all of our time mentally because we're choosing to let God handle it when he's already got things around you that can just easily be handled if you go talk to someone. So I encourage you to, before it gets too late for you, to go talk to a therapist, go talk to someone who can truly help you in your situation. Someone who has been to school and who can really break down some of the things that you are going through and help. That is my word for today. I pray that you continue to listen to Real Talk Ministry by visiting realtalkministry.com and listening to my radio, Real Talk Ministry gospel radio on 365 live but you can also go to my website and see that too see all the things that real talk ministry is doing thank you for listening god bless i hope you enjoyed today's episode please feel free to share and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when a new episode is posted you can also stop by Miss Nisi's website, www.realtalkministry.com. There you can purchase her books, leave a comment, and stay connected with this ministry. Until next time, God bless.